Welcome to Coopercast, another episode about the Bloomfield box set, From His Head to His Heart to His Hands. This is your host, Al's stump bucket, John Sachs. We bounce around various topics that relate to the box set, including more on East-West, Bloomfield making way for Elvin Bishop, and Al's visit to Mill Valley. I didn't know until recently that Born in Chicago wasn't an old blues song because it was written by Nick Gravenides. Gravenides. Gravenides? Okay. Yeah, I, I had, I, who was part of the scene, but he wasn't in, it wasn't in the Butterfield Blues Band. He was just part of, he was a friend of, uh, he was a friend of uh, Bloomfield from Chicago, I think, right? Yeah. Uh, his uh, relationship with Bloomfield preceded Butterfield. Right. Yeah. That's what I wanted to say. Yeah. And then East West from the second album. And uh, there's a lot of writing online about East West being such an important record, a mind-boggling record. To me, it's still like... Because they left pure blues behind and went into a whole other level with East West. Yep. Uh, And East West was recorded in 1966. Unbelievable. Produced by Mark Abramson and Paul Rothschild. They were at Electra. They were at Electra, right. He said he wanted to let Elvin Bishop... Elvin Bishop had been a guitar player before Bloomfield joined the band. I think, well, I thought they were both there at the same time. Yeah, they were, but when Bloomfield was there, Bishop became the became more second guitar player and... One in the, somewhere Bloomfield said that he was g- glad to leave to let Elvin step up and be number one again, which just shows that he was a gracious person. So you had to decide what songs to put on this, right? So yeah. you chose, it must have been very difficult because you chose um, three from the Butterfield Blues Band and I think uh, about three from Electric Flag. But there's a lot more. It must have been difficult to decide what you're going to choose for this. Oh, yeah. It took me a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And and I I believe, you know, he was long gone. Yeah, well, this was 2000. That's the reason why I was doing this. Yeah, he'd been gone for, as you say, 30, 31 years after he died, you're doing this. So you couldn't ask him an opinion. You had to make all the decisions yourself. I already asked him. Yeah. <laughs> the first CD takes you from this kid, Bloomfield, playing acoustic guitar through the Butterfield Blues Blend, through Bob Dylan, and through the Electric Flag. That's, that's an incredible journey right there, and that's just the first CD. The second CD is pretty much all Super Session and Super Session Live. You know, I went through everything. Yeah. And I picked what I thought showed him off the best. What was the hardest part of making this whole thing happen for you? Time. Yeah. Took a lot of time. I mean, you're just listening to track after track, deciding what, what's going to go on. Yeah, and then I had to sequence it. Right. Generally, it's chronological, but not 100% chronological. Occasionally, mm-hmm. you would move something around, I think. If it... yeah, well, you still have to move stuff around, to, to, you know, because it had to be more listenable than chronological. Right, right. I, I moved into his house for a week when he lived in Mill Valley. Yeah. And we just hung out. 
Yeah. And it was fabulous. Did you play or just hang? Yeah. Played too? Yeah. 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 But I mean, you know, he was a television addict. Right. Watched a lot of TV. Yeah. I had some time off and I, I loved Mill Valley because I knew so many people there. Yeah. Um, and I asked him if I could stay there, which I had never done before. And uh, I did that. Yeah. That was the only time I ever did that. And he, I think he was gone shortly thereafter. Yeah. So I was glad that I had that week to ourselves. Right. And then he was gone. Yeah. The book says that he was never a real deep heroin addict, that he just dabbled. Dabbled. And yet somehow or other... I don't know. Somehow or other he, he overdosed and that was that. Well, I mean, you can... All it takes is one time. All it takes is one, yeah, yeah. There's great stories in the in the booklet here that was um, written by Michael Simmons. There's all kinds of interesting things. It's a, it's a beautiful box set. Look, I'm just am- amazed that it's still out. Yeah, that's well, fabulous. That's the the highest compliment one can be paid. I think Super Session is still available. Hmm? I think Super Session can still oh, be Oh, yeah. Bought. Yeah, but this is different. This is, you know, yeah. four CDs is expensive. Right, right, right. But it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful thing, a beautiful box. The story I remember is as soon as Like a Rolling Stone was done, for reasons nobody has ever explained to anybody, Tom Wilson was fired and replaced by Bob Johnson. Well, I don't think, I don't think either of them had the sensitivity that he needed, mm. and so I was I was always allowed to contribute, mm. suggest stuff and like that, mm. and I have some great outtakes and overdubs uh, that'll be on my box set. Mm-hmm. You know, more instruments playing right. on on uh, either tracks that came out or never came out. Yeah. This has been CooperCast, another Bloomfield box set episode brought to you by Mill Valley. Submit your questions for Al at alcooper.com on the CooperCast page. 